the share it with a friend deal, even if that friend is yourself. Your McDonald's, your rules. Live your best morning with BOGO breakfast sandwiches only on the McDonald's app. Now buy one bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles or sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and get a second one free. Valid for item of equal or lesser value. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid one per day. Excludes one, two, three dollar menu. Visit McDonald's app for details. Download and registration required. Are you ready? Let's make some noise. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me. As always, my tag team partner, a man who is not excited. The only man who is not excited for the Renaissance one, Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing as always uh, during the pandemic? As, as we always say during the pandemic, this quote unquote Saturday morning, sir. What are you talking about, Roy? I, I love the Renaissance fair as a kid. Ah, and it's not the Renaissance I was talking about. <laughs> it's not the Renaissance. I was not um, talking about the age of the Renaissance either. I'm not talking uh, about that no, as well. Because there is there are levels of fandom that yes. exist on social media. There's a lot, like there's extreme ones, and there's and then there's the Beyonce fandom, which it, it for me is is unmatched. And it, it's be, like I, I don't know, like Beyonce is one of those people that it's you really like I don't know, it's impossible to find something to say bad about her. But it yeah. but in the long event that you do. Be prepared to just just bob and weave from all the replies and all the dunking and all the this just bad discourse that's coming your way. Yeah, do not make it public if you want to say something negative or even not positive, I should say, about Beyonce. For those who do not know, Beyonce has released has has announced that her seventh album will be released on July 29th of this year. Um, Beyonce is um, so Beyonce in ish that she is selling um a box set of this album a t-shirt and a cd and which will all sell out and there's yeah there's no picture of the t-shirt there's no picture of the cd there's no picture of the booklet that's coming with that um she's selling four separate box sets for 40 dollars, and they will sell out probably within the day uh because she's beyonce and when she drops the tickets the the link for the uh the tour tickets they will sell out in the day um and she will stimulate the economy like by herself which is amazing it really is amazing <laughs> how crazy the beehive is when it when it comes to these things like that. But, no, no, ahead, I feel Roy. Oh, sorry, Roy. I feel like like I might be crazy to think that the three biggest music stars on the planet are women, and like I don't know, it's it's Beyonce, it's mm-hmm. Adele, and it's Taylor Swift. Like I can't think of like Ooh. I don't know those those like are it. like I, those are the people that regardless. I, I, I think I think. I think Taylor more than Adele because like Adele, like, yeah. like I, I, Taylor Swift has that, like, I don't know, like same rabbit following, like whatever, whenever they have, I mean, she's one of the few that can do stadiums and sell out every stadium. Cause the, there aren't many people on here other than like apparently Coldplay, which I didn't know they could still like sell out. Like, I, I don't know, but, but I feel that's a nostalgia band where like, I don't know, like they just have a lot of stuff. And like the people that have been following for twenty years, like I haven't listened to Coldplay in ten years. I'll go, I'll go to a concert. But like current state, I feel like Beyonce and Taylor are the two people that just like are just not even move the needle. Like they're just like I don't know. They they are they are like self conglomerates. Like I don't know. They sell merch. They sell like they move units. They sell concert tickets. Yep. And like I don't know, just their brand. I think. I think they're they have the biggest brand in music. They they you know move merch as you said as you said they move the needle. They are greatness on a different level as some would say. <laughs> um, yeah. If you want to look, look, at, look at them, no, but they actually no no but like when they tour, they actually can like once they get the tour dates, they can't say oh um, I like oh uh, no I like I don't know like I'm on I'm on God mode. I can't perform in Allentown, Pennsylvania today. So this, or, this is true. Or, or I can't perform at at the VMAs. Like I don't know, because because that's how so no, but but you know what, man? Like we said before the show, if you have the leverage, use it. Because leverage is not a leverage is not a um it, it's not a definite thing. So when you have it and it's apparent, use it. And I, I think so, like I think we could use this leverage term for the Sixers is I guess James Harden didn't think he had any. 
where I feel that he is being more than amenable to, like, I don't know. Like, kudos to, like, I didn't know that James Harden felt, like, I don't know, was this aware about his status in the league? Because I think, like, I don't know, a lot of players would just say, you know what? I don't care if my skills are diminishing. I'm getting that bag. But I, I guess, I don't know. Like, I, I, Roy, I'm a little surprised. So, yeah, so we'll talk about James Harden because um, the latest news is that James Harden is not going to sign a Supermax deal uh, this summer. So we will talk about James Harden and everything else going along with the Sixers because there's other Sixers news as well. Um, and we'll also, of course, talk about the latest in the wrestling because a huge bombshell dropped earlier this week in the Are we going to talk about the finals wrestling. being on at 9 o'clock every day? Yeah, every yeah, we night. should probably, and, yeah. And it is – and I know I've been busy with life and, and trying to buy a car – these nine o'clock starts are killing me. Like, I don't know, like they just ruin all my, like, and I'm serious. If, if it was a half hour difference, I'd be like more willing to stay up and watch and be engaged by nine o'clock, man. I'm just like, no, I, I think I've watched the, I barely watched the last two games. Yeah. It's, it's hard for people, especially in the East coast to kind of keep up um, with these nine o'clock starts uh, out East out for those of you out West. Congratulations. I mean, you guys are you know able to watch these games. But some of us out east are kind of having having problems either watching these games or, or or actually watching these games and having problems staying up for work the next day. But we'll talk about the NBA Finals. We'll talk about a bunch of other stuff here on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future of Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Any shout-outs, my friend? No, let's just say the usual thank yous. Thank you guys, as always, for supporting us, whether it's on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP every Saturday morning at 10 a.m., or – whether you it's wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, YouTube Music, Spotify, just do a search for the Ball Street Line. Download us to your phone, your computer, your iPad, your MP3 enabled device. Listen to us on the go, or you can check us out at home 24 7, 365. Again, we are a very, very accessible show. You can also check us out on the TuneIn app. Just download the TuneIn app and Fire up the Philly Cam Station every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern for the stream of the Broad Street Line as well. So, again, we are a very accessible show. And while you're doing all that, please give us a follow on the Twitter machine. He is at SKD215. I am at the BS Line. This is a big week, and not just because Beyonce came out. Actually, the Beyonce news is probably the second biggest news of the day for those, as we record this, the second biggest news of the day um, for those of you who are um, listening because, or for, I'll say for everybody, because huge news dropped as we came on the air or as we, we started recording this. The World Cup host cities for 2026 have been announced. And one of those cities, ladies and gentlemen, is the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia. There'll be World Cup games at the link in 2026. The World Cup, of course, is the biggest sporting event in the world. Happens every four years. It's a pretty, a pretty big deal. Or for Philadelphia to be named as one of the host cities. Pretty big deal, Roy. World, I think this world, is a world massive world. big this deal. This is a massive because, deal. Like, I, I mean, like, th- there's a difference between a national, like, a, like a national big event and a worldwide event. This is like, I don't know, like getting the Pope to come. Like, I don't know. And yeah. Like, really, like, I don't know, like, Philly, like, it is a huge coup for Philly for just to, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, regain some of it. Because, I, I mean, people are, like, you got to get some of that lost revenue back from like the last two years and a, a world cup, have a low cup, a world cup location is, a, is sure of a good way to do it. And this is a massive, massive deal. Again, there's going to be uh, Philadelphia is one of the 16 host cities uh, to be host the world cup in 2026. Uh, real quick, the other host cities, Boston, New York, Atlanta, Miami, Toronto, KC, Houston, Dallas, Monterey, Mexico, Mexico city, Guadalajara, LA, San Fran, Seattle, and Vancouver. Now that'll be the summer of 2026. This will be a huge economic boost for the nation and Philadelphia itself. Um, and again, this is just for just for soccer itself, just for the growth of soccer in this country. Um, this is going to be a massive, massive event. I'm having the World Cup here um, in in um, North America. It's going to be huge. I mean, the city and this nation is going to be on fire for a few weeks, um, soccer wise, for a few weeks. So I'm very excited. But Roy, does, but Roy doesn't this say something about? Philadelphia's soccer interest. Well, yeah. like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Because I feel that, like, I don't know. Like, in the last five, ten years, soccer with the union. Like, I, I mean, but I think overall with just, I don't know, people like yourselves interest in EPL. Like, I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. 
it's a it is a tangible feeling to see like i don't know a lot more people being not even just casually interested in soccer having that die hard feeling and like i don't know you're gonna get great crowds for these games and like i don't know once again philly let's show out let's not be clowns and like i don't know let let's let's show them why we got the nfl draft and why it never came back well, this is going to be a little different than than a, a soccer crowd because World Cup crowds are crazy. Like, I don't know if you remember, you know, the uh, the World Cup in '99, the Women's World Cup in '99. I mean, like people from whatever I don't know whatever teams are going to be in whatever the pool um, for the Philly teams. Like, you're going to have people coming from all over the world. I mean, it's, this is going to be fans from England and Mexico and wherever. Again, whatever the whatever the teams that are going to be in the Philly pool. Like, we're going to get a cross section of. Um, the world here in Philadelphia. I love it. So it's going to be diversity. Nuts. I, yeah. <laughs> diversity. Let's have every type of person here. So everyone who doesn't like diversity can stay the hell away. This is no, like, I, I mean, but this is what, like, but this is a worldwide event where you can, like, I don't know, like, show the world that you are welcoming, that you are inclusive, that, like, I don't know, you, that, that, that you welcome other people that don't look like you that to get a cheese thing. So yeah. you know what? I'm always, about like I don't know Philly shining. Hopefully, this will be the beginning of the road to getting a, an event that I've wanted for the for my, for a long for a long time. An event that happens in April every year, WrestleMania. It, um, it will not, and I don't want to bust anybody's bubble, but it will not. But uh, but of course, it doesn't. It didn't hurt Philadelphia's um, bid in the fact that 2026, of course, is the I don't even know what you call it, the 250th <laughs> anniversary. I don't know if there's a name for that. Because 1976 was the bicentennial. I don't know if there's like a 250th centennial, but we're gonna get we're gonna get we're getting the World Cup. No, but like no, yes. but like how many other 250 events are you gonna get in 2026? 2026 uh, is gonna be a year long party. Yeah, I think I think the I don't know if it's, it's official the baseball all star game. I'm not, I'm not sure if it's official or not, but I think either baseball or basketball is almost cool, close to official. If it's not official, I think it's baseball. How much the baseball game. is the city of Philadelphia gonna push? With this 250 thing, how many Liberty Bells with 250 you gonna get? Like, no, I, I mean, yeah. like, but this is this, this should be a financial coup for the city. And once again, let's celebrate in it, let's not bring it down with just idiocy. And like, I don't know, just because I get nervous, Roy, sometimes we have these big events because you always know that, like, I don't know, there could be a, there could be something that derails it. But yeah. the last few times that the, the city had big events, it went off without a hitch, and I'd say yeah. it, it went off swimmingly. <clears throat> so let's hope the World Cup goes swimmingly. Let's hope every event that happens in 2026 does also. Yeah, yeah. hopefully hopefully the city shows out and, and looks good um, in 2026. And, again, speaking, just going back to soccer, this, you know, combined with that the recent news of the MLS – agreement with with apple tv um I mean, again it's it's a really this is going to be a very important four years uh for the future of soccer in this country and again i think i don't think it's going to, we're going to get there in four years but i think you know maybe five years maybe 10 years from now you know we're going to start thinking of soccer as one of the major sports um in this as country. a big five as a big as one of the big five sports in this country i think we're probably maybe 10 years away because again you, you know you've seen the group you saw the growth you know in in women's soccer since 99 um and then you saw you know, again, if Grant, hopefully the U.S. is actually pretty good by 2026, and they should be, because their their squad's pretty good now. But if the, if the U.S. is even is, is a good team by then, like a, like a team that can compete for you know you know a, a final eight spot, a quarterfinal spot in the World Cup, that would be even better. Um, so hopefully we'll see we'll see what happens with that. But congrats to Philadelphia and the other host cities for the 2026 World Cup. You brought up James Harden, so let's talk about the Sixers. Our good friend of the show, Jake Fisher, a Bleacher Report said that the Sixers are expected to agree with Harden on a short-term deal this summer. No max contract. No one has to worry about that. I think we're looking at something in the area of a three-year deal. Um, Fisher said, Jake, Jake Fisher said that the conventional wisdom is that Harden will probably sign for maybe a little bit less than he could get on, uh, you know, on the open market um, and, and a deal that will take him through the 2025 NBA season. Which is when the new CBA is going to be announced. So I think that's the opt, most important thing. But he's going to opt into this season. So that's what Jake wrote in his report. Now uh, I don't know if you saw Derek Bodner's. He kind of had a. It wasn't a rumor. He kind of just kind of was kind of spitballing a couple like a week ago. Derek Bodner of the Daily Six. He kind of was spitballing, saying that maybe Harden doesn't opt into the you know the forty-seven million this summer, but maybe he signs a 
three-year deal worth 130, 140, something along those lines. Um, so I think that's probably what we're going to get. So I'll turn it to you. If you said, if I say James Harden, three years, $140 million, are you happy? Are you not happy? Are you like, what are you, what, what is your, what is your feel, immediate feeling to the, to those numbers? The Sixers just had to pay taxes. Cause I mm-hmm. feel like this was, this was a, almost a necessity, like given their current salary landscape and just, where they're at in terms of just assets, they don't because they don't have any. This is like they use their last asset on Ben Simmons, and it hasn't worked out at like ideally. Like I don't know. Like I don't, like I don't, like they obviously want more from James Harden, but was there was was there another recourse to this? There wasn't. So now, like like we said, you're probably you're going to go into the season with. And be hard in the maxi, maybe. <laughs> like I like I feel like I don't know. Like Tyrese Maxi is 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 viewed as that much of an important piece where he's there. Like they they've penned him in there, not pencil. So now, how do you improve from a team that had apparently no 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 leadership, no chemistry, and 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 and, and no depth? I like that's like that's where I just I. I don't know if there are any reasonable moves to be made to get out of that, get out of the mud, the pun intended. <laughs> and that's a good point. And and according to uh, several reports, Daryl Morey is trying to make those moves to get out of the mud. But of course, it's with these ancillary fringe players, for the most part. Uh, Matisse Thibel, Shake Milton, Furkan Korkmaz, Danny Green's expiring $10 million contract. Um, but Tobias Harris has also um, been a name that's been floated out there. Again, I don't know how much you get for Tobias Harris. I don't know how many, how, what the, the desire of other teams is for Tobias Harris. Um, so I think he'll probably be here as well. Um, so what can you do with, you know, the number 23 pick and a bunch of guys who are barely rotational guys for a playoff team? I don't know. I really, I really, I really, I mean, the 23 pick is probably the most valuable asset because again, you saw what happened earlier this week with Christian Wood going from Houston to Dallas. So maybe, you, I mean, you should be able to get a, 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 decent player um with that platter a christian um, wood type player sure but again is a christian wood type player enough probably not no no i, I guess uh, I, and we always discuss this what's the to get over to get what like i don't know to achieve what to get to the conference finals to get to the finals like what is what is the goal to make well to make an well to does it, all right because I'll throw a name out there. There was a name. There was people saying Eric Gordon. I don't know if you like Eric Gordon that much or not. I love Eric huge, Gordon. I'm not a huge fan, but he's fine. Eric, does Eric? How much does Eric Gordon make you? How much better does Eric Gordon make make you? Does he make you a conference finalist? No. Yeah. All right. Well. Okay. No, we don't. <laughs> like, I, I think there's a difference between conference finals worthy and just being legitimate. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like I don't know. Like, I could say last year's team was legitimate. They had. A guy have a complete breakdown, and like I don't know, that's was unforeseeable. But I, but I felt like they were a formidable, legitimate playoff team. This team was not. I don't know. Like I don't know. I never. I've got. I got that feeling a little bit during the Harden trade, but not really. I didn't get that. I didn't get that feeling much throughout the playoffs. I just want legitimate. I want to say, you know what, this team is has a more a better than puncher's chance to get to the conference finals that's all i have. like for like i don't know asking for a definite conference finals is just you're being unreasonable right now you're asking for a finals appearance is being beyond it. so just just give me the look of a team that is legit that has some like and, and more importantly tough like i don't know can can you find tough this offseason well i think you can i think you have to i think you have to find tough and you got to find tough, but again, you got to find, you know, tough and good. <laughs> yeah, I was say tough. T- you know, the the tough you guy who get... can play the sixteen games in the, in yeah, the playoffs. No, you can't get like I don't know. Just don't get the don't get a Marcus Morris to say, "Yo, we're tough." Right. No, like I don't know. Marcus Morris is like washed up. Like I don't right. know. Can't like I like I, I I've said it forever. Get PJ Tucker. Like I don't know. Like he he knows Daryl. Like he like he's the definition of a of a 
of a championship cow, uh, a legitimate team blue guy. We're like, I don't know. He's has enough strokes within, within, with, with players. Like, even though he's a role player, enough stroke to like criticize or get on like a Harden. He played with Harden. Get on an MB. Like, I don't know. That's the thing, Royce. They, they don't have that vet presence to like get on the good players get or get on everyone. Like, I don't know. Cause I feel like, cause you see with like Boston and Golden State, they're, their players have no problem just ripping into each other during games, screaming, be like, yo, get this together. And with the Sixers this year, I appear, whenever this happened, it was like a big story where I'm like, no, this is just, this should be normal. But now, like, you have – and that for me, I just – can you find that missing dynamic, that chem, that team dynamic? Like, I, like, there are a lot of – like, obviously, you got to find good players. But there's a lot of secondary important stuff you gotta find. You gotta find toughness. You gotta find just I don't know, like some camaraderie. Like I don't know, like that's missing. And I'm and I'm and I'm sorry. Like I think that counts. Like I don't know. Do you need to hang out and go to like steakhouses all the time? No. But you need to be able to play for one another. And I didn't get that impression at all from this team. From this team, I kind of—I've gotten that impression from other Sixers teams. Like, like, like as as bad as like the twenty twenty one season went and like just complete smoke. I felt like that team kind of had good chemistry. I mean, you just had like a once in a lifetime event happen. Yeah, I got. I, I don't disagree. I think they had. I think that team. Again, we're talking about the team that lost to the Hawks. Like, I think that team had pretty decent chemistry, all things considered. Um, like, but it just kind of fell apart in the in that in that Hawk series. And of course, we know what happened in game seven. Um, I I think it's I think you can find that chemistry this offseason. I don't know if you're gonna find that toughness because again, like I, I need names. Like I, not from you. Like, like I can't I I've been looking through rosters <laughs> trying to kind of piece together something that makes sense. And yeah, you can find guys, you can always find guys who can make you better. Even if, even if, you know, you don't think you can. I mean, they flip Josh Richardson for Seth Curry. I mean, like, you could find guys that will make you better. I don't know if you're going to just find good guys that will make you tougher. So you can find a bad guy or a guy who's not that good will make you tougher, but I don't know what the value of that is. It's, like, this is a very important offseason for Darren Morey. That's a long but, way to say that. But I don't Roy, see like, it. I don't, know, I don't see But it. I feel that, like, I don't know. Do you think that that lack of, I don't know, abil- the, the inability to – get better the roster better do you think that's tempering like that's putting a downer on a sixers offseason that usually people are excited about i don't feel i'm getting that same excitement me personally i'm not i'm ready for football like i i don't know like like i like i like usually people like sixers fans are waiting for july the first to happen right just to like i don't i don't i don't get that same impression this year yeah i don't think so either and and i i think you know the year before well it was no, it was yeah. it, no because it was it was like two, it was it was August something, and you're like, let's get Ben Simmons the, the bejesus out of here, right? And that's but the thing. Now, <laughs> yeah, like you had like you had Ben Simmons, like all right, this dude's a knucklehead or whatever, but he's still a good player. You can still get value for him, you know, whatever, whatever. Like all right, like there was still that this great unknown. Now, like you said, like you already can write in Hardy, Harden, Maxi, and Embiid, and Penn. Like that's you know those are those are three of your starters. Like that's that's your core, right? And then it's like. Can you really trade Tobias Harris for one of these, for somebody who can add to that core? Probably not. So you're building around the margins. So what am I excited about for a potential Furkan Korkmaz trade? Because what's really coming back? Oh, so you're oh, right. oh man, let's get the mid-level exception guy. Like I don't know. You you need more than mid-level exception guys right now. Like I don't know. And like I like I don't know how they're like. Do you like? Do you be? Are you over aggressive? Do you try to like? I don't know like hit a home run on a trade where like you see a guy like would well, you trade it to Tobias Harris for a guy that that has maybe underachieved his his entire career but has a lot of potential and say you know what like I don't have a name like I don't know like but like I don't know because I feel like that really is the only way to get this team to to steal a step like I don't know because I, I feel like they are like a few steps away from from the elite teams in the east like I don't know you need to skip a step like, I don't know, you need to, you need another Al Horford, or you need another Al Horford, Danny Green 
trade where like you just fleece or like no or you need another Steph Curry, Steph Josh Curry Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. You need like where you overwhelmingly win that trade. Where like Seth Curry just just outkicks any sort of expectation you have for him. Like you need you need a trade like that to get to to get a to get where you need to be where you're considered legitimate. The only problem is you only the only way you can make a trade like that. Well, again, I don't think these other. I don't think the Furkan Korkmaz and the Matisse and the Shake. Maybe, maybe Matisse might get you that, but I don't think so. But like, I think the only way you get to that point is by trading Tobias Harris. And like you said, you can only trade Tobias Harris for a young guy who's underachieved on another team. But that young guy's gonna have to make a lot of money because you got to like line up the salary. So, is there somebody out there making twenty five million dollars? the next four years who's an underachiever that you really really love i mean you know I'll, what I'm saying? I'll, no i'll give you that guy after the show right, like, <laughs> usually usually after these shows i go on to rosters and i find no like i don't know you need to hit the way the warriors hit on andrew wiggins like i don't know like yeah. not yeah like we're like i don't know like it wasn't a foregone it, it was in doubt for a long time to, to see who won that trade and the Andrew russell isn't that good right like i don't know it really took this season, and not even at the beginning of the season, middle of the season, to say, okay, I think the Warriors won this trade. So, no, like, I like, do you, like, maybe does a guy that maybe makes as much as Harris or maybe a little less fit better? Like, does a Harrison Barnes fit better for what you're trying to do? Harrison Barnes fits better for what you're trying to do. Just, okay, let me, let me, let me, I'll say this. Harrison Barnes fits better for what you're trying to do. Does Harrison Barnes make you that much better? I, I think, think the answer is no. No, but I, I think if things fit a little better, will they? Can they be better? Like I don't know. Like if, if like if like if, like if like if the Jays fit a little better, then maybe mm. you can like because I feel like I don't know. Like Tobias Harris just is a good player, but. He's not maximizing the potential of and be like of of the pieces around him. And for a guy that's a secondary player, he needs to fit. Yes, I, I agree with that. But I'm like I'm I'm I am telling you because I've looked at every roster on this. <laughs> I cannot find a reasonable guy that that fits better and that makes you better. Like a great like to buy, like Harrison Barnes is probably the perfect guy. Like he's probably the perfect guy. No, make, no but Roy, say like you got no, say you got Harrison Barnes and a back. Say does does Rashawn Holmes still play for the Kings? <laughs> uh, per, sure. Yeah, but he's okay. actually pretty decent. <laughs> Whatever. Well, okay, but yeah, sure. Say you could trade Tobias Harris and Matisse Stiebel for Harrison Barnes and Rashawn Holmes. Sure. That like you have your backup so, like I feel like I don't know with trading Tobias Harris. Do you might get a lesser piece, the like main piece, but you get a depth because refer back to the depth point point PowerPoint side. They need depth too. Correct. <laughs> like no, I feel like a Tobias Harris trade. It might not. It might not solve. It might solve one of your three biggest problems, which is, uh, I, I feel like toughness, chemistry. I feel like. Toughness, chemistry, depth. I don't know. I don't know how you would rank those three. I feel like I don't know. Depth's really a big problem. <laughs> no, like I, no, but like I still cannot get over the fact that they got they were in a second round playoff and really didn't care. So I feel like chemistry is probably the most important for me. And then depth, depth, toughness are like two A and B. So if can, can you solve one of those three problems with trade with making a reasonable trade, not even like hitting a home like overwhelming win in a twice hour trade? Can you? Sure solve one of your problems with trading Tobias Harris. I think you can, I think you can solve the death problem. I can, I, yeah, I think you can solve that. I can think you can absolutely solve the death problem. I, I honestly, I think the death problem is number one. Like okay. probably, <laughs> I think it's for me, it's probably depth, ten, uh, toughness and chemistry. Um, depth, because again, like we saw, like how many playoff caliber guys that could they roll out there last year? And, and well, this, this year and not, you not have to worry about four. four and, and a half. And, <laughs> and Harrison Barnes, I think, is a playoff caliber player. So. Right. And so is Rashawn Holmes. So is Rashawn yeah. Holmes going to play? And so, play and, so, and so is Eric Gordon. Like, say you trade Eric Gordon for, like, I don't know. Because I think you have, and, and we said, you have two pieces, like, two assets, sort of, to, like, 
to get maybe three players. You have that, or maybe you have, like, I don't know, maybe you got a few you have, assets. Yeah, okay, no, few. but like, say, like, if you if you could put Tobias Harris, the 23rd pick, Danny Green, and Matisse Thibel, that's four assets. Can you get four players back? Four playoff, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if you get four like, playoff guys. You probably would get three. Three playoff guys, three, and like uh, an 82 game guy. Yeah, I think you get. A, I think you get. A, yeah, I think you probably. Well, no, I'll say this. I think you get two playoff guys and an eighty-two game guy. I think you get two. I'll I'll just throw out random names. I think you get a, a Harrison Barnes type, a Rashawn Holmes type, and a George Niang type. Now, to me, that's fine. Like that's okay. I can live with that. No, no, I feel like the Christian Wood trade gave me a little hope for that twenty because I like I thought people were were just like finding stuff to talk about because people were bored about that 23rd pick. I didn't think it had enough value, but if you get Christian Wood, I'm, I mean, I'm not a Christian Wood fan, but like, I don't know if you can find a, a comparable Christian Wood for a 23rd and Danny Green. Like, I don't know. Like, no, like you need to get a, a playoff caliber player for, for that 23rd and Danny Green. I don't know who, who that is. Is Eric Gordon? Uh, I don't know. Like, you're, you're, I not know. That, you're not getting that much, but. Okay. <laughs> but And then with the Tobias Harris and Thibel, because I feel like, Tobias Harris and Thibel are a package, or or like, or maybe Matisse is a package with the twenty. I don't know, but I feel no. I feel like it can't be because you need a salary with that twenty third pick. You need Danny Green right. and the twenty third to get us like a guy making a decent amount of change. Like I don't know. And then Tobias Harris, I feel like you might get a lesser main piece, but you might get two guys. Like I don't know. Like I like I've always been a Harrison Barnes fan. Like he's like. And he, but he, like we have he he's someone that the Sixers have not had for a long time, a willing stretch for. No, they haven't had one in a, in a while, and that and like and more importantly, a team, a threat that teams respect that will that will rotate to him when like I don't know because even when Tobias Harris was cooking, teams weren't <laughs> like yo yo we gotta stop Toby on those like on those catches two threes because they knew he would stop at some point. But, like, if you know that a guy is, like, that's his bread and butter is a catch and shoot, you're going to be like, yo, let's rotate towards him. You need that guy to maximize Embiid's, like, I don't know, um, space. I don't know what you need for James Harden to be frankly on. Like, I don't know what kind of environment do you can do you need for a 33-year-old James Harden to thrive in? I think that's, I think that's like, I don't know, that has to be a thinking when you try to trade decide on trading these guys it's like I, I mean for the like for just this season's like i don't know like i don't know prospect what's more important maximizing Embiid or maximizing harden i think Embiid's is going to be Embiid, you know regardless i think you need to figure out a way to kind of make things easier on james harden and i think we all know that james or we all saw james Harden's the problem is he can't get the basket anymore and he can't get the basket anymore because he's older and is that <laughs> is that a finite statement what well, do that, I, well, like well well all right let me let me let me rephrase that he got to the basket he, he his ability to drive to the basket was far worse this year than it has been in previous years now whether that's due to his hamstring injury i don't know however it's not going to get remarkably better and i'll and say that I, I, yeah and i oh sorry and i think that's the thing that will even if it's healthy at the beginning of a year, I feel like just wear and tear on a body, you are going to look like it's the Chris Paul theory. We're like, I don't know, like Chris Paul looked awesome for a lot of the for a lot of the year. Playoffs, he just wore down. Because you know what? He's old. Right. And, and I think that make you know, you can make life easier on Harden if you put to put around him another shooter or two, which I think like if, if the Kings for whatever reason, just want to just mix things up and do a Tobias Harris trade again, the Harrison Barnes makes, makes, you know, fits better because he's another shooter you can put outside. So James Harden has more space to attack the basket. It fits better. And it makes you, I think it makes you a little bit better. I don't okay. know why Kings, right. I don't know why Kings right. do it, but all right. here, all right. Oh no, maybe it's a three way. We're like, because <laughs> like, the Kings have no, hold on. before you, before you go, before you go, let me say this. This will not happen. I promise you. What's going to happen is they'll trade. They'll trade Danny Green and Tobias and uh, Matisse Seibel and a twenty third pick. They'll get a dude who's pretty nice. They'll use that ten million dollar mid level exception, and that's it. That's all. That's all we'll get. 
I think we're dreaming about this whole device. Oh, no, thing. no, no. Say you got Eric Gordon. Like, I okay. don't know. And, but, and, but you keep sure. Tobias Harris. Sure. Tyrese Maxey, James Harden, Eric Gordon. Okay. Tobias Harris and, and Joel Embiid. You can cook the is, defense, by the way. You can cook. Okay. Cooked. Okay. No, I'm no. Just, like, I, I mean, like, <laughs> no, like, that. no, that's why I feel like you might need to swing for the fences and just say, you know what? Harry Barnes in a contract year one is the contract year two. So right. like I don't know like like you get off of that Harris area, which you've been trying to do since like the four minutes after you signed them. Like I don't know like maybe you get a supremely motivated Harrison Barnes. And I'm gonna look at the Kings roster because that's how much of a sicko I am. I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at the Kings roster and see or you, or, or you know what because I, I think someone said the Pacers. I don't know what the Pacers have, but like I don't know like you, you ain't getting Halliburton, you ain't getting Brogdon. Like I. No, you're going to have to look for one of these poverty franchises yes. and see. No, I, I mean, I, I think someone said it, and you know what? Like, I would like. I'm not a fan of of this guy, but I would try to like. I would try to get Jeremy Grant and Kelly Olynyk. Someone like I don't know said like if you were to trade Tobias Harris and I don't know, uh, not Bible because like I don't know like it. It, you need to get two pieces regardless for Tobias Harris. You need a stretch four or a big. And I think somehow I became a Kelly Olenek fan because he's just very solid. Like, I don't know. Back, like, we keep screwing about a backup four. You get a stretch four backup big. And then Jeremy Grant, who I, I don't know what he does well, but I don't know what Tobias Harris does well either. Nothing. But Jeremy Grant wants max money. So that's not going to happen. I'm telling like. Yeah, these guys fit better. I get it. I understand. Like, I like I love – I don't love them. Harrison Barnes and Rashawn Holmes, I would much rather have those dudes than than Tobias Harris. I'm not – you know, I'm not going to say I do it. I'd love to have Jeremy Grant. I don't think any of this is reasonable. I don't think any of it's reasonable. I think so, so you, you get don't a Bogdanovich type of dude and just live. So you, so you don't – so you think that they are just SOL in terms of getting markedly, markedly better? I Yeah, I don't think they can move Tobias Harris. I don't think – there's a reasonable trade for Tobias Harris that could be made this offseason. And I think they're just going to have to kind of just deal around the margins and get a couple Would you of... trade Tobias Harris for Julius Randle? I, was, I had to look at Randle's contract. I'd probably do it, but I don't know what his contract looks like. No, um, I feel like but... that's a move. Like, if, if you want to, like, shoot, like, try to hit a home run, which apparently Daryl Morey can only do, you need to, like, sit. Trade for a guy that had an underwhelming last year, but is because Julius Randle two years ago was really, really, really good. He was an last year yeah. he was, uh, yeah, like, and but we we've never said we've never used the word all star and Tobias Harris. You need to find an all star for Tobias Harris, or you need to find like a like a solid guy and a and a and two solid playoff rotation guys. Yeah, Randall, I'm looking at Randall's contract right now. He's got like he's got two more years at about well, I'm sorry, he's got four years at about a buck oh four. Um I don't hate it. Like if you do like Randall and Noel for Tobias Harris, I you could you could talk me into it. Like I don't hate it. Um I wouldn't hate it. I mean, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I don't, I'd, pro- I'd probably I'd probably do it. I'd but probably do it. If you had to put a percentage on Tobias Harris being here next year, what is it? But I think it's probably close to eighty percent, maybe higher. Wow! I think it's. I think he's gonna be. I'm pretty. I'm from what I hear. I think I'm pretty confident he's gonna be here. I'm pretty confident he's gonna be here. Not a mother dude. I think they're. I think they're going. But <laughs> not, not, not at the sake of not trying. I think they're gonna try. Oh, yeah, they'll try. They'll try. I just think like they're just not gonna like. They're. I think they're trying to be conservative with the Tobias Harris. Like I don't know, getting like you're not trying to shoot for the moon when you trade. You're just trying to like like serve back and get something reasonable back. You're not like, and they don't think they can get something reasonable back that will make them even uh, slightly better. It's like we, it's like we talked about during the playoff runs. Like if I could trade Tobias Harris for just three capable playoff bodies, like I'd love to do it. I just don't know what other team would say. All right, let's trade you three capable playoff bodies for a guy with who's making $38 no, million. No, no team, no reasonable team that doesn't need to be, like in an insane asylum, would trade for a 35, $38 million player who doesn't do anything good or right. like above average. 
Right. Now, next, not, next, summer's a, next summer's a whole different story. Next summer, I think you can flip that dude because he has an expiring deal. This summer, I don't know. I don't think he can. Well, great, because like you'll have to trade him then. Like, no, I, I feel like like we at this point we can't look too much in the future. Like 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 it, it is a year to year thing with the Sixers, especially with Embiid. Like I don't know. Like I, I feel with every, I feel the next like I don't know underwhelming season is going to put pressure on everyone, yeah. and I I just don't, I just don't know. Like I don't know with with, with what the hand they got, it's gonna like it's gonna be real tough. To like yeah. I don't know, especially with a Boston. Milwaukee, who knows what Miami has up their sleeve? You never know what Brooklyn has with KD and those other guys. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of interesting because again, if something big doesn't happen this offseason, then it's definitely gonna be changed in the summer of 2023. You mentioned Boston. Boston, as we are recording, the show is currently down three two to the Warriors in the NBA Finals. Steph Curry legendary outing in Game Four. Then the complete opposite of that, zero for nine from three. In game five, the first time he has gone um, over behind the arc in a playoff game. Yet the Warriors still won in game five, um, hoping to close things out in game six. As as we were recording this again, they're up three to two. Um, I think this goes to game seven. I think this goes to seven games. I don't know how you feel, but I think the Warriors pull it out. But I don't know. What do you what do you what do you what do you think about the series? Uh, I I from what I see, you need a you need you need a, you need a legendary or not say legendary. You need a trademark Jason Tatum performance in Game Six, and I don't think he, I don't think he has it. This is the first playoffs, and I think that like the Warriors are hell, and he's struggling. But I think that the Warriors are aiding in that struggling, and Jalen Brown's been the best player for the Celtics. I, I just feel like I don't know. Championship rounds are when the star players win the series, and this is, the Warriors have one of the best of all time, and. You had a coming out party for Andrew Wiggins. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't like, I, I feel like this is, this is, I like seeing unexpected championships. I didn't think the, I didn't think the Warriors were going to win th- this year. Like, I don't like, so I, I mean, for Steph and them to get back after the clay stuff, after the Durant stuff, that's pretty impressive. Like, I don't know. Cause they hit on, they hit on the, the free aid signs like Otto Porter getting dudes like, like pole. And like, I don't know. And you got young guys up and coming like Kaminga. So, like, I, it's hard to say whether a team like this can, like, stay up there because all their dudes are, are old. Yeah. But, I, I mean, as long as you got Steph at the height of his superpowers, I'm not betting. Like, no, like, I would say, like, this was, like, this was an impressive finals. Like, I always say, I always rate championships for, for great players. This was an impressive championship for Steph Curry because he did a lot of the heavy lifting because you had a lot of your best players underperforming for most of the series. Yeah, no, you know, he was, he was for the first four games of the series, at least, he was the best player uh, for the Golden State Warriors. But again, kudos to, to Andrew Wiggins. I just want you to say on these airwaves, because you said Jason Tatum's a superstar, I want you to either double down or backtrack on that because I told you that man is not a superstar. Oh, now I want on. you to. I want is he is Jason Tatum a superstar? Yes, he is a superstar. Okay, he's all a, right. He's having all a right. bad finals in his first oh, finals. Superstar, just having a bad, just having a bad finals. What just superstars bad, aren't allowed to have bad finals? First, bad, bad finals. Just having bad finals. It's, it's all good. Like superstars, you know, shoot under fifty percent for the first four games of a finals. I get it. Super. That's what happened. It's what superstars do. Superstars. Jason Tatum's not is is Joel Embiid a superstar? Yes, Joel Embiid's a superstar, yes. How did he do in the play- How's he done in the playoffs? He had a broke face. Wait, no, what do you want me to do? No, <laughs> no, no. It, it, he hasn't had a great playoff history. So, okay. like, I don't know. So, but what is the difference between Joel Embiid being a superstar and Jason Tatum? Who is, by and large, the, the, the reason the Sixers even got to the second round of the playoffs? You're you're not saying Jason Tatum had a had had a huge I'm, part I'm, in this. I'm, I'm, this this Sixers team is Jason. What no, it's not. I'm it's not a Jason Tatum thing. It's not a Jason Tatum. You know me. It's not a Jason Tatum. I don't, like I like Jason Tatum. I think he's a really good player. Like love him. Like, I think I think he's going to be a superstar. Guys, not you. People have to stop anointing superstars before they do superstars. Oh, I've been I, I, I've been anointing Jason Tatum superstar since like nineteen since he was literally. Yeah. Not yeah. big 19 it's real 19 years old. So I'm going to stay on the Jason right. Tatum playing club. I'm going to say, you know what? he He's going to channel some energy from Deuce, and he's going to go ham in game six. He's going he, to do 
He's gonna do thirty-one and six. Oh, what shoot? On what shooting? On what what shooting? Is he gonna do like eleven for twenty-seven? Fourteen to fourteen gonna, to thirty. Gonna, there you go. I, all, all I'm saying is, because you know, my definition of a superstar is more strict than anybody's I know. Best player on the championship team. Jason Tatum hasn't shown me that yet. Now, if he comes back these next two games and goes crazy, I will go. I will. I will. The first thing out of my mouth the next time we're on the air is Jason Tatum's a superstar. I'll say it. I'll say it. He ain't there yet. You got to do it. You got to do it I, first. I, I just say, you know what? It, it, if we're saying superstardom is product, it, a lot of the superstardom factors in on your playoff performance. I'll joke. I don't know if he hasn't been that impressive in the playoffs. That's fair. That's fair. I don't. I, I can't. I can't. I can't knock it. I can't say you're wrong. No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> watch the games. Look at the stats. He has not like even when he didn't have a broken face. He like he was not. He has not been at the peak of his powers. Like, like I, I want a guy. Like, if, if we're gonna like just refine the superstar term, mm-hmm. I need a guy who steps his play up in the finals, like a Steph like Curry. It. Okay. Like I don't know. Like so, really, there's like two, there's three. No, it's probably it's more, than, it's more than two. But yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, that's that's fair. I can't I can't disagree with that. Like, if that's if you want it, if that's how you want to define it, then that's fine. Because again, like true superstars step up in the finals. I mean, we see Steph did not do it. You know, LeBron, KD. I mean, Giannis. I mean, like there's you yeah, know, like they they they're the usual suspects. I get it. No, 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 no. You know what? I think going forward. I'm gonna change my description on that because there's like five like guys. All, then there's like five the, guys. All the dudes that I think are superstars have uh, had underwhelming close to the season. Luka Luka Doncic did, mm-hmm. Jason Tatum did, Joel Embiid did. Like I would Joel Embiid. Well, I, I want I take I'll take, well, take Luka out of that because Luka's really good in in the play in the play. No, but 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 I feel like I don't know until okay. I I I think we stumbled onto a good anointing. We like. You cannot be anointed a superstar until you get until you have a championship caliber like 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 a great finals appearance. Period. A finals appearance? Yes. Okay, so you gotta go to the finals. Okay, all right, that's fair. All right, like that's not my. Like, I can't. That's that's a little too strict for me. But I get it. I understand. I think for me, I'll say this. I'll, I'll you got it. You have to have at least one of those one of those performances where you're just like that dude in the playoffs, a series. Has Embiid had one like, of those? What's that? Has Embiid had one of those? No. <laughs> well, no. Well, no. He okay. had, I mean, no, he had the one where like he had the walk off, but he it wasn't that. No, great. no, no, no. no. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like a series. I mean, like, yeah, no, like I don't know. That's yeah. the thing. Like we're being, I'm being completely honest. I don't remember a Joel Embiid series where he was like, "Holy cannoli, right. Right. this dude is in the mix for the best player on the planet." Right. In the regular season, he looks unreal. Like yeah. I don't know, has moments where he he's had games in the playoffs, but not. Yeah, right, you're right. but he hasn't owned the series. You're like, right. Yeah, you Jason own Tatum owned that net series. He owned it. Owned it. Don't disagree. I would say he. Uh, I would say he. He owned the Buck series. I know. You need to own a series. Okay. That's, that, yeah. Well, yeah. That, well, that's that's a well, good definition. We'll that's have a, a revision. We'll, we'll have a revision to the superstar bill. Like you need to have a a a transcendent series dominant series in a playoffs you gotta own it you gotta be that you gotta be that dude you gotta be the clear best player in a series and not the you first know what? round i think Luka Doncic owned that sun series yeah. like i don't know he was like yeah. by far he was the reason why they won that series yep. yeah. so yeah okay so i think we're like we're getting there we're okay. meeting in the middle we're meeting yeah, in the middle no <laughs> no but i feel like but the the more I think superstars should be should have more filters instead of less. Like you shouldn't like be able to just you no. Know, it's like that superstar club, which is just a ripoff from like everything ever. Like I don't know, but like there are like we will not use the club. We will just say like I don't know the superstar party. Like where you just you can't let everybody in. John Morant's not a superstar. I'm sorry. He's not a superstar. John's not a superstar. Anthony Edwards ain't a superstar. Like, like a lot of these young dudes, you got to you got to do it first. And look. Nikola Jokic, great player, not a superstar. Like it's like you could be a no! really good player. He's been two seven MVP, not a superstar. Because frankly, he's stunk in the playoffs too. Yeah, yeah. Like Nikola Jokic, you, you want to be a superstar? You like lift your seven seeded Nuggets to, to a to a playoff win, a series yeah. win. How about that? How about that? Be a superstar. No, no, that no, that that's a we could agree on 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 these terms. 
Yeah, that, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but this is but how I, government should. This is how government <laughs> should be run. But I, I am willing to re, again. If if Father's Day slash Juneteenth comes and Jason Tatum is holding up the NBA championship trophy on that day, I am willing to revisit my Jason Tatum take. I will. I promise you. But I am not. Now, there does yet. he need to win the championship, or does he need to have like a great performance? He needs to. He needs to have two great performances. Two. 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 He's had. He's had four mediocre games and one decent game. You gotta give me two. You gotta give me two. Two go. Two go. Two goals. Two go ones. The bar's not. You can't. Just, can't you no, can't let everybody high. in the club. You can't My let everybody God. in the club. Man, there's like five people in the club. There's I like know. Five people. That, no, but like that's not a fun club. You need another guy. You need a guy who can mm. just no. Like I, I mean, no. like he's he's had an underwhelming finals. Like I, like I mean, and like him not being the best player on his team is is a big. Is a big shot at his at his superstardom, but he has two games. I don't think I don't think they pull down game six. I don't. <laughs> I, don't. I don't like no. Oh, I feel yeah. like I don't know. Like I don't know. Like how do you lose? How do you go back from losing two games in a row in the finals? I just don't. I just. Don't right, know but but again, they're at home. Again, like we're recording this Thursday, so this might sound stupid. Um, you know, when you hear it, but they're going back home. So, I mean, like, there's always a little, you know, little, but I mean, again, they, they dropped, you know, a couple, you know, they went one and two against Miami at home. So what does that mean? Nothing really. Um, yeah. yeah I don't this has been a good <laughs> final. It's been good. It's been good. It's not, it hasn't been great. It's been no, good. I, to be honest, I think it, it has slightly, and maybe because I'm just a little biased because the times are so long, like, because the games come on so late, but they slightly have under, Exceeded my expectations. Maybe because I was under 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 exceeded. Oh oh, no! (laughs) Like 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 didn't like far less exceeded my expectations. I feel like maybe because I was expecting like a very good series. Because you really did the first couple. Like the first game was fantastic, and I feel like a lot of uneven stuff. Like I don't know, but all all you can ask for is superstar performances. You got that from Steph. You got like I don't know. You got a kind of a coming out party storyline with, with Wiggins. So, yeah. and like, I don't know, you didn't get a bunch of blowouts, thank God. Yeah, no, yeah, give me give me a competitive series without a bunch of blowouts, you know, and like you said, a couple superstar performances. I'll, I'll, I'll qualify it as good. Now, again, if we get a couple of games where, you know, Curry and Clay go back and forth with Tatum and Jalen Brown, and then we can move it up. But, I mean, we are where we are. That, that, but, like, but like Justin Herbert said, I miss football. I need football <laughs> right now. I need I, I need to talk about the Eagles' awful logo because they have obviously the most inept marketing department in the history of marketing departments ever. I don't know how it took all these years to come up with to try to come up with a better logo than the one. How I do had. you go thirty-five years or thirty years with a whack logo and then make a more whack logo? It's terrible. Yeah, the oh. Eagles have an Eagles have a new word mark. Um, they're keeping the Eagle Head logo, but instead of the old Eagles font, it's this new Eagles font that kind of looks like something some of the clip art that you downloaded back in 1999 um i know this wasn't like when you have a design team kind of design these things you have a bunch of people give you you know like all right here are like 18 options pick the best one and then you pick the best one and that's the one you go with this couldn't have been the best one of the options like this how is, is terrible a team, how is a team that is worth like three billion dollars just in a unable to get good merchandise it's really, it's really hard, man. It's it should be, just imagine if yeah. they had average logos and colors and uniforms. They'd be worth four. The Eagles, I, I, again, at some point we'll do this exercise, but the Eagles might be one of the few teams in football, maybe professional sports. Well, maybe not because there's another one in this in this town. The best, their best merchandise is merchandise from 30 years ago, and you can't say that about most teams, but you can say about the Eagles. It shouldn't be that way, Roy. If you if you rank, shoot, I'll say, I don't have the time. But if you rank all four sport, all big four sports, and rate and rank their logo and uniforms, I would venture to say that the Eagles would be in the bottom third. Oh, you talking about all? In, in, you mean all four sports in all in all, in all all across the country? Yes. Ooh, ah, I don't know. Well, you know what? All right, that might be that might be my. <laughs> Since these finals games don't come on until midnight, maybe that's my my my. No, but I I could definitely say that in terms of the NFL, they are definitely in the bottom third. Yeah, I think yeah, I think among NFL teams, they're probably excuse me a a bottom third team. 
Um, yeah, we'll see this new word mark or logo on you know on t-shirts, and we'll probably see it in the end zone now, which is you know whatever. That's horrible, but I don't know. We'll live with it. We will live with it. No, because um, we don't care. Like I don't know. Like I don't know. It don't matter. We complain about it now, but as right. long as AJ Brown is catching touchdowns, Jalen Hurts is getting better with his progressions because that's what the that that's what the word on the street is, and and, and the defense gets sacks. We'll eat. We'll eat up. The merchandise well i won't but everyone else will. like i don't know people will buy the hats and we'll live happily ever after yeah we'll live with it we'll, we'll, we'll learn a little bit all right we have oh breaking news oh i guess it's not see i can't do with the breaking news thing because again this will air in a couple of days but apparently there's another drake album coming out tonight so who the heck what? knows everybody's dropping music these days we have five minutes left we haven't talked about more important things uh, the, the bombshell wall street journal report that came out Earlier this week, about uh, WWE. Sammy Guevara has returned <clears throat> to the Jericho Appreciation Society. Right? Uh, that's not that's not the report. No, WWE. Um, Vince McMahon was reportedly paid uh, a former employee three million dollars following a consensual affair, according to the Wall Street Journal report. The woman was initially hired as a paralegal in 2019, and then received a 100 percent increase in salary after she began a consensual relationship with McMahon. Emails were anonymously sent to the WWE board um, a couple of months back, saying that, uh, saying you know, alleging a bunch of things, including the fact that, including alleging that McMahon quote unquote gave her like a toy end quote to head of talent relations John Laurinaitis. After the woman left the company, uh, she and McMahon agreed to a three million dollar settlement. Um, the WWE board has also unearthed an undetermined number of other past NDAs between. Uh, female WWE employees um, who allege conduct against McMahon and uh, John Laurinaitis. This is a huge, huge report. Again, it just came out earlier this week. By everything I'm reading and everything I'm hearing, like John Laurinaitis is probably like immediately like out of here. Um, but this could actually lead to the end of Vince McMahon running WWE. I don't know if you think it's going to go that far. Uh, I I feel like I don't know on the surface it could, but I think. Like, I, I don't know. I Like, maybe I just underestimate, like, I don't know, the staying power of one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. And he survived a lot, man. Like, he survived that steroid scandal. He survived the Monday Night War. I, I mean, like, he like he has nine lives. But once you uh, – and for a public company, when you have the impression that just, like, I mean, you're stealing money and that undermines confidence in your company, that that – that makes a lot of people lose money. Not just you. Like, I don't know. And I I just, it's going to be interesting to see the next couple of weeks. I, I think yeah. if Vince were to lose his job, it's going to happen in the next couple. Like, but you can't, you don't fire Vince McMahon. Like, I don't know. He no, just, no, like, no. I don't know. He Like, he just, like, because I, I think people are just saying, he's going to get a, you're fired. No, you don't get that. You get, like, I don't know. He's going to sell his stake in, like, WWE and move on. I just, Vince is not the type to, like, just cave in. He's not. Like, I don't know, he's going to fight this tooth to nail. And unless something just like, unless something uh, like another kind of something drops, I think, and this is just my non-expert idiot opinion, I think somehow he survives this. Yeah, and, and the, the thing that kind of kind of throws a wrench in this is that WWE has been in the process of trying to find a buyer. And again, maybe the new buyer doesn't want, you know, the cloud of this hanging over um, the company, you know, when they try to sell. So I think, I think more than anything, I think that would be the thing that would that would kind of get McMahon out. If if WWE wasn't looking for a new buyer, like I don't think, like, I, again, like, I don't think Vince would go anywhere. Like, I, I guess, do you again, feel? <clears throat> oh, sorry, Roy. Do you feel that this is a inside job? I don't think so. No, no, no. I, don't, I really, I don't. Again, again, I've saw, I've seen those rumors that people are saying like this may be something, somebody from the inside of the company trying to take him down. I don't think it is. Um, I just think it's just one of those things that's kind of got out. Um, and again, it's a really, it's a really like wild, wild scenario because again, like WWE was in the midst of, you know, cutting all, you know, you know, releasing a bunch of talent because of budget cuts. And now Vince McMahon, we learned, you know, gave an employee a hundred thousand dollar raise, um, while he was having a relationship with her. Like that's, it's a wild, it's really wild. Um, given everything that we know about the company and of course, Stephanie McMahon leaving, um, you know, going away for a leave of absence. Yeah, no, I, I feel like all this. <laughs> all these events happening at the same time just just feels peculiar. And, yeah. like, I don't know, just, I don't, like, like, I don't know. This isn't just, like, I don't know, some random CEO. This is, like, like the dude who's been associated with WWE his entire life right. or, like, his entire, 
like adult life. So it's going to take a lot. It's going to take a lot of stuff to come out. Like I, unfortunately, because I don't know, like, I don't know. It, it feels like there's a lot of stuff out there regarding Vince McMahon's, like, I don't know, character to show he's not a good dude. Like, I don't know. I've never <laughs> been on the impression he was. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just, like, I don't know. He's like every other, like, million, billionaire, like, CEO. They're probably flawed. Very flawed. Like, like, I just never got the whole, like, let's, like, I don't know, like, let's pray, like, let's, like, de- like let's make him, like, a saint or, like, or let's, like, talk about every wrong thing he did. I'm just in the middle. He's just, he is who he is. He's a billionaire jerk. Yeah, basically. And, and allegedly. And, and we will find out more uh, about this over the next few weeks and, and months. But as soon as we find out anything more, we will let you know here on the Broad Street Line 106.5 FM. WPPM LP Philadelphia. That's it for this week. Thank you guys as always for tuning in. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.